Welcome back, my dark side crew and everyone who has recently found us. It's your girl, your favorite spiritual gangster, and she's finally back, bringing you a long overdue dose of truth today. Hopefully you'll find it thought-provoking, as I'll leave you with some truths as I see them regarding life, human connections, self-love, spiritual ascensions, and how we may learn to stand in our own truth as well as the collective truth of our human existence. Let me say that I have missed you so much and was so happy to receive your messages of love in my absence. It's a beautiful thing to know that you're missed. I promise not to leave you for so long next time, but I needed to take a little time to rejuvenate and seeking one's own truth can take a few twists and turns along the way. So I am back and ready to bring you some very deep and always introspective as to what's really going on in the world today. But first, I want to take a moment to welcome to the family some new members from around the globe. In the United States, this week we have people from California, Texas, Michigan, Mississippi, Nebraska, New Hampshire, Texas, Virginia, and Wisconsin. Welcome. We have more new listeners from abroad that include Berlin, Germany, as well as Baden-Württemberg, Ontario, Canada, India, Italy, United Arab Emirates, the United Kingdom, Romania, and Spain. Welcome to the family. We're glad that you found us. So truth, this topic has been haunting my mind recently, as many of you know, I have been on a journey of seeking my own truth for a while now, and in doing so, I have realized that there has been very little truth going on around lately. We profess that it is all we want, but is it really what we want? It seems to me that no one wants to hear it. No one wants to admit it, or even speak it into reality. Not many are living with it anymore, and most don't even realize it. It's almost as if we have chosen to accept lies as truth, to the point of defending the lies as if our lives depended on it. Some apathetically say, it is what it is, but again, I ask you, what is it? What does truth even mean anymore? That is a question that we should never have to ask. And who decides what is true? Why is it so hard to accept? In my honest opinion, truth has never been more distorted in the human history as it has been as of late. Have we been living in the depths of lies and self-deceptions for so long that we can't even recognize it anymore? Today we'll get to the bottom of this concept and how we as a collective can begin to live within the boundaries of not only our collective universal truths, but our own personal truths as we should begin to understand it. In the age of the internet, fake people, fake news, false narratives, and downright deceptions 
had become the metaphorical cancer of the body of truth. And real human connections, only we can decipher for ourselves with coherent and rational thinking what we choose to understand to be the truth. Unfortunately, the cancel culture we have all witnessed has become the terminator of logical thinking and intelligent expressions of said truth. Sometimes we make a conscious decision to ignore the truth and accept false narratives that become the go-to parody of those who choose to remain oblivious to conscious reasoning. It still does not make it true just because the masses have chosen to fall in line or because we want to believe it's so because it may align with our cognitive dissonance or that it's just too easy to go along to get along. So let's dig deep and see if we can discover what exactly is the truth. In doing so, maybe we can find some new perspectives as to how we see our own personal truth. Simply put, truth is the property of being in accord with fact or reality. In everyday language, truth is typically ascribed to things that aim to represent reality or otherwise correspond to it, such as beliefs, propositions, and declarative sentences. There is no gray area when it comes to the truth. I believe if truth had a color, it would be red. As red to me represents many things such as the heat of passion and desire, or the symbol of the heart of love. It can also be the fire that burns deep within the soul, the depths of rage, jealousy, anger. It can also burn bridges in our connections beyond repair. So as for truth, there is no dispute. It either is or it isn't. It's not about right or wrong. It is factual or it is not. That's why I feel I've always resonated with science. Not the science we've been seeing as of late. The real, indisputable science. To me, science is truth. It can prove or disprove theories or speculations and bring forth valid arguments and disprove an invalid theory or argument. The truth is, speaking of science, everything is energy. We humans are nothing but energy. Everything on this earth is energy. As I have come to understand, energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It just evolves into different forms. I believe it is how we direct our energies that is the cause of our pain and our prosperities in life. For example, if you have been around someone who you immediately felt the urge to get away from, they have not said or done anything to you, but they have this unmistakable energy. It was resonating the need to get as far away from them as possible and quickly. 
The same can be said for someone you just met or is in the same vicinity as you as their mere presence was captivating of peace, of a higher resonance of positive vibes, of love and gravitational. Almost angelic if you believe in such things. These people, I believe, are our soul tribe and our soul recognizes them without a single word. These are the people we should get to know on a soul level and try to maintain healthy relationships with. As the more of these people we can have in our lives, the better we all become and our lives as well. Yet another truth is speaking of people and relationships. Some say that people eventually change up on us out of nowhere. I'm not sure I believe that, as I believe they are who they are from the start. They just put their best foot forward in the beginning, but eventually they can't keep up the facade going for too long, and at some point the mask begins to slip. We may wish that they would change their behaviors and go back to being the person that we first met. But maybe that, that's not really who they are. I find that people really don't change much without real life-altering reasons that cause them to evaluate their lives and their situations. Some people become stuck in their old ways of dealing with life and nothing and no one will make them change, even if it would be for the better. Lack of considerations or actions will in fact cause us to miss out on so many beautiful opportunities in our lives and when it's too late, like on our deathbed, we may say, I wish I had taken more risks. I wish I would have done things differently. I should have given and received more love. I wish I had been a better person. And the one that many might say, I wish I had more time. You see, time is not on our side. It never has been. Yet, we live our lives as if it's never ending. I heard it said that as we get older and we begin to reflect on our lives, it's not the things that we did that we regret so much, but the things that we didn't. Understand that holding back and yet still holding on is a self-imposed prison of loneliness while living in stagnation where nothing good can ever happen. The truth is we must respect ourselves enough to create and enforce boundaries in our lives. We cannot go through this life letting people use us for their personal and egoistic needs to walk all over us and at the same time forcing us to adhere to their boundaries if they even have any. If we find ourselves in relationships that are one-sided more so than not, realize that we are in fact lying to ourselves. We should reevaluate our own self-esteem and discover why we would continue to allow these types of people to remain in our circle, be it family, friends, or let alone a significant People who are genuine in their intentions show it. They will not leave you guessing where you stand with them. They will not make up excuses for their unacceptable behaviors towards you. 
They will not play games with your head and your heart. They will not come in and out of your life assuming that you'll always be there. Because sooner or later, you will have seen their true intentions and you will stand in the truth that you mean nothing to them beyond their ego trip. Stop doing that. Understand that you are in fact a short-term, temporary solution to their long-term, self-imposed unhappiness. Ayn Rand once said that people think that a liar gains a victory over his victim. What I've learned is that a lie is an act of self-abdication because one surrenders one's reality to the person to whom one lies, making that person one's master, condemning oneself from then on to faking the sort of reality that person's view requires to be faked. The man who lies to the world is the world's slave from then on. There are no white lies, there is only the blackest of destruction, and a white lie is the blackest of all. End quote. That statement makes me think of all these politicians who have spent their lives deceiving the public for personal gains. I have been resonating with much of her work over the past year, and to me it seems like she was a woman who truly lived her truth. The truth is sometimes... We want something or someone so much that we consciously refuse to look at a situation for what it really is, until we're left with no choice and have to acknowledge that what or whom we desired so much was not really meant for us after all. That can be a difficult moment to come to terms with, but not unattainable if we can love and trust in the divine timing of our situations and begin to realize our own self-worth. Realize that we are here in this particular moment in time to learn lessons, to bring forth lessons to others, and ultimately understanding our most important lesson, which is simply self-acceptance and self-love. I believe if we could all just get on board with this understanding, life itself would be so much more tolerable and ultimately more fulfilling. Sometimes we just need to get out of our own way. Another truth is sometimes we feel we owe someone an apology and we can't find the right words or our ego may be holding us back from doing the right thing. Or we may feel that we are owed an apology from someone and yet they have not. The truth is that they may not ever apologize or even acknowledge that they have hurt you, to you, or to themselves. If they do recognize it, they may make the decision to try and sweep it under the rug, so to speak. And that never usually ends up well, of course. If they have hurt you subconsciously or unintentionally, Maybe pride can be a factor in their lack of coming through. They may not wish for you to see them in a different light than you have seen them before. But honestly, I believe that that's just fear holding them back. As truth be told, honesty, sincerity, loyalty, 
and integrity is the only way to compassionate understandings and allowing the soul to resonate with the truth. So we must eventually forgive ourselves first for putting ourselves in a particular situation to begin with, accept and resolve to the fact that sometimes people do not possess the communication skills or the compassion to make amends that are needed in order to rectify their behaviors that have caused us pain and maybe even humiliation. We must accept this truth, hard as it may be, in order to move forward with our lives. I've had numerous people throughout my life, including family members, friends, as well as significant others who I have had to accept would never bring forth truth and or even an apology let alone closure to a situation and sometimes you know some of them unfortunately are no longer with us on this earthly plane and that reconciliation opportunity has passed with them I have resolved to the fact that sometimes we just have to let it go and forgive them and ourselves for whatever had transpired. Try to find the lesson in these situations. Finally release the negative energy so that as to not carry it into the future where it may become destructive from the subconscious level. You see, sometimes we are unknowingly dealing with people who are self-centered, unrealistic, insecure, immature, living with their past hurts, living in a constant state of ego, or even narcissistic, and only upon reflection can we see the truth of the situation. For example, we have all had a relationship or two in our past with a narcissistic personality, whether we realized it or not. I have learned that a narcissist will never apologize genuinely, but may do so if they feel it will get them what they want in the moment. You can tell if you're dealing with a narcissist if their relationship patterns go in cycles and no real change takes place, or at least for the long term. We spoke about this type of person in another episode last year. So maybe if you're feeling like this is a pattern for you or someone in your life, give that episode another listen. If you find you're dealing with this type, you may want to find a way to let go and move on as things usually get worse the longer you stick around. I know of what I speak as they say, been there, done that a few times, didn't even get the t-shirt, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> But the good news is that I'm getting better at seeing situations for what it is sooner than later now and making the necessary changes quicker. I remember a few years ago telling a close relative whose parent was about to pass away from a history of alcohol abuse and unresolved anger issues. These two people had a stormy relationship for years and they did not care to go and see them on their deathbed given the disputes between them. I convinced them that they really should reconsider that decision as they would have to live with the regret for the rest of their lives if one day they were to realize that their parent really did love them but 
was not in their right mind given the addiction and self-destructive lifestyle that they were living. They did go, and I'm happy to say they were able to make some amends, and this person had managed to let their parent pass in peace, and they too are in a better place having come to terms with their issues. Mind you, I was very close to these individuals and completely understood the situation. I could have easily remained silent, but I also knew all too well the person who passed had the same scenario with their father and never made amends before he passed, and this person's life spiraled out of control from that day forward. I was not about to let this happen to this relative and let them go through that same experience. So I intervened. The truth is we must manifest our own happiness in this life and not allow others to stand in our way of creating a peaceful environment for ourselves. We cannot blame others for our situation if we are aware of such things as the red flags and continue to make conscious choices that are not for our highest good. And speaking of those red flags, I will be bringing you an entire episode on this soon. And it may be a real eye-opener for some of you. You see, many people walk through this life in the illusion that if they are a good person and treat people right, that everything will be reciprocated, will work out just fine, and life will be great. <laughs> nice concept, yes? but mostly delusional, sorry to say. Rarely is this the case as I feel that yes, we should do our best to conduct ourselves in a positive light and treat other humans with the love and respect that we all want and deserve. Not always easy, of course, when people sometimes like to push our buttons or live life on a continuous drama queen, drama king level. But in reality, Many people, unfortunately, for the most part, don't really give a damn about other people, no matter how much we want them to or how good we are to them. Unfortunately, it's hard to love those who refuse to love themselves because they have no love to give. If they're unable to love themselves first from a genuine space in their soul, it has nothing to do with you. So love yourself first and foremost, move on to a better mental space for your well-being. As I've said before, we are in fact living in a me-first society. At this stage of the game, unfortunately, we don't see this side of them until it's too late. So I have always believed that even though we humans are not perfect and never will be, I've said it before, I'm saying it again, we should still try our best to see the good in those people that can't seem to find the good in themselves or others. We try to illuminate that to them so that maybe one day they can begin to see it too and maybe, just maybe, become who their creator intended them to be all along. A decent and caring for others type of human being. At the same time, we do not have to allow them to stay in our lives if the costs are too high to our sanity and our peace. It's okay to walk away and take your peace with you. You cannot change people, nor should you want to. 
All we have control over is our own reactions and responses. So choose wisely. Another truth that I've learned along my journey is, unfortunately, many people have a crazy notion that it's not real love unless it involves deep pain and suffering. Let me reassure you that nothing could be further from the truth. Real love is not painful. In fact, it is uplifting, spiritual, compassionate, understanding, sensitive, reciprocal, and everything good that one can imagine. And I'm not saying that everyday life is a circus of rainbows and unicorns, of course, because that's not real life either. Real shit happens in our lives that will test us. It's how we manage those moments together that will make the relationship stronger or break us. Overall, our union should be about honesty, love, trust, respect, and a peaceful existence with our family, friends, and our chosen partners. I've come to the realization that we need to recognize who people are on a much deeper level before we can commit to a relationship with them. Sometimes, though, we get caught up in the newness, the excitement, and the possibilities of the good things that should naturally come to uh, fruition, right? That is if both people involved are healthy-minded individuals, of course. Unfortunately, as I've stated, that's not always the case. People come into our life for numerous reasons, and one reason could be that we unknowingly are involved in a rebound situation. And once we're emotionally involved with them, they may do that change up. When they realize true commitment and all that it entails is more than they bargained for. Maybe we expect more from them than they're capable or willing to invest in the relationship, aka the natural progression of lasting relationships. They may simply lack the desire or the skills necessary to have a healthy adult connection, so they back off. May not want you to completely live their life either, so they try to put you in the friend zone, which in my opinion is always beneath you if that's not how it started off. If you know your worth, you know you deserve so much more than that. It could simply be as simple as someone was only meant to enter your life to be your mirror of sorts, to show you the things you have buried deep within, and they were only meant to help you find your damage and start you on the journey of healing all of that suppressed emotional pain. Or maybe they know you have some standards and they may discard you like yesterday's trash altogether, like you have no feelings and deserve no respect. No one who had shown good intentions deserves that. If that has happened to you, let me say it for them. I am so, so sorry. Just know that you deserve so much more than that. And if for whatever reason you find yourself in this type of situation, only you can remove yourself from the toxic energy and seek someone who knows and celebrates your worth, your value as a loving and compassionate, beautiful soul, and know that you deserve a person who will always choose you first 
if they have other options and just want you to hang around on the slim chance that maybe one day they will choose you, I say screw that. Leave them to their options and do not involve yourself in such mindfuckery games as you may be dealing with a player that can't commit to anyone, not even themselves. Eventually, we all get old if we live long enough and they will find themselves alone and will look back on all those missed opportunities with regrets. Trust your intuition. They will never steer you wrong. Just remember that karma never forgets an address. Unfortunately, these people don't wear signs on their forehead showing the world these character flaws and we find ourselves involved with them all too often and when we finally figure out who they really are and that you were never really going to be in the picture for too long, yeah, it can really sting. Yes, you feel betrayed. It takes a huge hit to your self-esteem, of course. But just know that if you came in genuinely, it's not you. It's them. And they have more than likely been telling you who they are from the start. But you made a choice to ignore it. That's one of those red flags we'll discuss in that future episode. I've heard it said that the saddest thing about betrayal is that it never comes from our enemies. So bottom line is that we really need to pay attention when people tell us who they are and not let our ego take over believing that they will magically be the person we deserve. They won't. If we stay around longer, eventually they will now show you who they are as you did not heed the warnings when they told you so. That does not mean that you deserve their bad behaviors, of course, but a lesson will be brought. And again, this may be one of the life lessons here to show you that you need to acknowledge your self-worth and know that you are meant for bigger and better life experiences, as this type of lesson can be brutal. It may simply be that sometimes we find ourselves in that low vibration energy, and that will attract the vipers. You may be an empathetic person, and there's nothing more attractive to the viper than an empath. They say we receive what we are willing to accept, so raise those standards and your frequency starting today. As for being an empath, being one myself, I understand all too well. It's a blessing and a curse at the same time. But don't lower yourself to their level. It may also be that you're dealing with someone who has been emotionally wounded at some point in their lives and they've not found a way to resolve their traumas yet. These people are full of pain and their way of relieving some of the pain is to project it onto others. It is unfortunate when we become involved with this type of person as they are not ready for the love and compassion you can bring them. Even if they believe that love is all they really want, they will destroy it eventually and then may blame you. Understand that neither you or anyone can help them. It has to come through some serious soul searching on their part, but unfortunately, that may not happen 
in time, you know, for them to be with you now or ever. It may also be a good time for you to try and understand why you found yourself in this type of person to begin with. Maybe you have some deep wounds that need mending. Maybe some soul searching is in order for you as well. So with all these truths today, what are we to do? Well, for one, I say, always be leveling up. Center yourself. Keep those vibrations high. Remain grounded and always follow your intuition as your soul knows the truth and what you should be doing. Do what is required to take care of yourself and protect your heart and keep it moving. If a situation has shown itself to be not for you at this time or maybe toxic, go back through my archives here and listen to the episode I did last year, Are You in a Toxic Relationship? A lot of good info in there. Maybe take a giant step back and reevaluate why you have found yourself in a situation you know, that doesn't resonate with your highest good. The truth is we are all here on this earthly plane to have many experiences, but none more important than experiencing self-love and love of humanity. You may be what is referred to as a hopeless romantic, and that's okay, as some of us are plagued with that, and those who are not, they just don't understand what it's about. But at the same time, do not confuse it with love addictions. Also another podcast I'll be bringing to light soon. I'm going to be really busy. (laughs) What I mean by that is that some people are so afraid of being alone that they will attach themselves to anyone just to avoid doing their spiritual ascension work. That is not real love. That is a serious mental frailty that will always end in misery for all involved. I've known a few people who are never single for very long as they would rather remain in unhealthy situationships than be alone and happy in their peace. I don't really understand this form of thinking or living. When we finally find and accept our personal truths and begin loving ourselves more than we could ever have imagined possible, sometimes that can open the door to a real soul connection, a new love in our 3D existence, one that's like never before but first we must fall in love with ourselves and no not egotistically of course but a radiant universal light that can shine out into the world as it will shine back upon us as they say what we put out there eventually comes back to you good or bad right think of the universe as a giant mirror as we must look deep into this mirror and if we don't like the reflection only we can make the changes that we desire numerous people have said to me over the years that I walk in sunshine really didn't know what they meant and only recently have I been able to comprehend what they meant meaning that my energy is contagious They have said that 
when I walk in the room, it lights up and people gravitate towards me, even little children. I think that's a beautiful compliment. And now I finally get what they mean because I hadn't paid attention before, but now I'm very aware that it's happening everywhere I go lately. So my friends, I ask you to be in that enlightened energy and see what comes through for you. I bet you'll be amazed at the responses. When we can live an authentic life, just know that a new person will enter your life and will show you what real and genuine love really looks and feels like. They will allow you to be authentic self in their presence without judgment, without hesitation. They will protect you from the world. They will be there for you through it all, the good and the bad stuff. They will claim you as their person. They will in fact love you so completely and unconditionally that this will in turn allow you to do the same for them. But in order to have this love, you must have complete love and trust in yourself first. And that only comes from resonating in complete self-acceptance of our personal truth. Continue to nurture your divine feminine and masculine energies. Continue to tap into your intuition and release the fears that may be blocking your progress. We move with courage or we move with fear. Meaning, we remain comfortable in our stagnant existence or face our fears and maybe find our lives having more excitement and joy than we ever thought possible. In other words, confront the obstacles that are holding you back from loving yourself and others unconditionally. Understand that not everyone is out to hurt you and even though you may have been burned in the past by those you tried to give love to, it doesn't mean it will always turn out like that. I realized that the times in my life that were the most difficult for me were times I had put others' needs and wants so far ahead of me that I wound up lost and completely depleted. Never a good place to find yourself. The truth is sometimes we make life much harder than need be through various mental blockages, ideologies, personal beliefs, fears, judgments, actions or non-actions, and various other forms of inconsistencies that we allow in our lives. Sometimes we can be our own worst enemy when we stand in complete denial of our personal truth. Understand that without honest and compassionate communication in our relationships, nothing will progress. It will be a waste of time and you will find yourself continually running on the proverbial hamster wheel through life. We must realize that although change can be scary, it can be the only thing that defines a new and exciting reality that we seek as real change starts from within. We all have a path or a journey that we are on in this life, and only we can be the captain of our ship and stay the course through the storms, of course. But with that being said, we must find the courage to live in our truth, whether it's our best light or facing our shadows, aka the storms, and coming to terms with the fact that we are perfectly imperfect beings just trying to figure it all out as we go. 
One thing that I love about the Buddhist philosophy is that we must accept that everything is impermanent and that we must live in a way that is not harming to all sentient beings. But we forget to be kind to ourselves and then we allow others to reflect this upon us as well. Stop doing that. Not one single thing or another day is promised to any of us. No one is given a road map when we are born, of course, so we live and we learn through our lives as to what we are here for. What we need to strive for on a daily basis is to achieve a life of authenticity and grace. It is when we resist the lessons that we get stuck. We hurt ourselves and others in our lives and we're forced to repeat the cycles until we accept our truths and do what is necessary to change for the better. As challenging as it may be, always seek truth, accept it, resonate with it, purge thoughts and beliefs and actions that no longer serve you. And most of all, surrender to your truth. Acknowledge that no one is above you. No matter their self-proclaimed indulgent titles, no one is beneath you, not even the homeless person you may have stepped over on the street. Know that you are a special being with value and you are here for an important reason, so seek it out. Give when you can and where you can. Receive with gratitude that which is truly meant for you. Always be striving to become better, even better than you were yesterday. Do your best to never allow yourself to fall prey to self-deception or others' opinions of you. Believe in yourself, because if you don't, how do you expect anyone else to, right? In closing today, I realize I've gone on really long today, but it was worth it because I missed you. So, I'd like to leave you with some words from one of my favorite writers for Psychology Today, Jessica Schrader. This article has insight as to the concept of self-deception and truth. And the article is called, How Can I Know When I'm Lying to Myself? Quote, By its very nature, self-deception is hard to distinguish from the truth, whether our internal, emotional truth, or the external truth, one has to develop and trust one's instinct. What does it feel like to react in the way that I'm reacting? Does it feel calm, considered, and nuanced, or shallow and knee-jerk? Am I taking the welfare of others into consideration, or is it just all about me? Am I satisfied with, even proud of, my self-conquering effort? Or am I left feeling small, anxious, and ashamed? Self-deception doesn't add up in the grand scheme of things and can easily be brought down by even superficial questioning. As with a jigsaw, try to look at the bigger picture of your life and see how the thought of or reaction might fit in. Did you react from a position of strength or vulnerability? What would the person you most respect think? What would Socrates or the Dalai Lama think? Talk to other people and gather their opinions. If they disagree with you, does that make you feel angry, upset, defensive? 
The coherence of your reaction speaks volumes about the character of your motives. Truth is constructive and adaptive, while lies are destructive and self-defeating. So how useful is self-deceptive thoughts or reactions going to be for you? Are you just covering up an irrational fear or helping to create a solid foundation for the future? Are you empowering yourself to fulfill your highest potential or depriving yourself of opportunities for growth and creating further problems down the line? Is the cycle simply going to repeat itself or will the truth at last make you free in passage simple and brilliant yes something to think about today i've heard it said that we can all contribute something in this tumultuous times that we find ourselves in i believe that's true as this podcast has obviously become my way of connecting with the world i hope to inspire as many as i can to be a warrior for the truth Even when it's hard to recognize or accept it, we must always remember to remain calm but alert. Know that you in your own way, you are a beacon of light to the world. You may in fact be the only light that someone is clinging to. Think about that for a moment. No pressure. (laughs) So never dim your life so that others may feel comfortable. That's something... I think I've done my whole life. Gotten in trouble too sometimes, but I digress. Anyway, like I said, never dim your light so that others may feel comfortable in their self-induced slumber by always languishing in the language of the truth. So with all of this truth brought to light today, I'd like to remind you to be the best you. Never let anyone break you. Never doubt who you are and your personal powers to get back up after the fall. No matter how hard it may be or how many times it takes, remember one thing is for sure. Sometimes situations need to die in order for growth and expansion to begin. Go out and do something wonderful for yourself today. Maybe start a new project that you've been dreaming about for far too long. I know I am. Maybe find the courage to man or woman up and reach out to someone who you have been thinking about but were hesitant to make those long overdue amends with. Book that trip that you've been desiring to take. Maybe do some volunteer work as you receive so much more in return when you give of yourself where you can. Make a vow to yourself today that you won't be afraid to take risks And these risks may bring you a whole new perspective on your life. You deserve nothing less than all of this. So go deep within your mind, but don't stay there. And also in your heart space. And do stay there. Seek your truth. Set it free. And ask yourself, if not now, when? As we come to a close today, I was thinking... With all the quotes that we have had on here over the past two years that I've never given a quote of my own, but if I was to give a personal quote, it would be something like this. I cannot change my past, for it has already been written, nor can I completely control my future, as it's still in progress. As for my truth, 
I have resolved to accept it and then release it with grace. I feel like I should write that down on a post-it note, stick it on my mirror and say it every day. So on to today's real quote. Not that mine's not real, but here you go. When truth is replaced by silence, the silence is a lie. By Yevgeny Yevtushenko. Just something to resonate with today, yes? So I have returned to you, my loves, with much more clarity on my truth and my journey here on this earth. And I'm looking forward to sharing new adventures with you. Some new interviews coming up very, very soon. And a few new changes to the podcast will be coming forth as well. I hope you enjoyed the new intro. And I always have some news for you. I'm currently creating a new spiritual type of channel for you as well. And it's the opposite of this channel. No, it's not going to be all love and light. <laughs> it is, in fact, the light side that I refer to when I say walk in the light. It's going to be more of a spiritual side, yes, with meditation, spiritual poetry, mine, as well as others' creative works that I find worthy of your time and interest. More creative ways to raise our personal and collective energies. I'm excited to see where it goes, so stay with me. I'll keep you posted as to the new channel developments. Until we meet again, be well. Remember to always be standing in your truth, even if that means it's not perfect. Even if that means you're standing alone, it is yours and only you can decide to live with it or not. So till next time, this is your girl asking you to always walk in the light on the dark side, right here where your vibe attracts your tribe. Sending you all much love as we turn the music on and the world off.